1: is WWTC Minneapolis-St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio.
2: With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Rescuers have evacuated more survivors on a large barrier island off cut off by Hurricane Ian. In the meantime, hundreds of thousands of people still without power. Nearly four dozen reported dead in Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis says that mega-billionaire Elon Musk is providing 120 Starlink satellites to help bridge some of the communications issues. Former President Donald Trump had a rally in Michigan last night, stumping on behalf of several GOP candidates. And he sharply criticized the legal investigations against him, saying it's simply an effort to eliminate him as a potential 2024 presidential candidate. He says it's making the movement Make America Great Again continue to soar. This is SRN News.
3: This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. We look at the big issues as we approach Election Day.
2: If you've listened to a lot of the analysis about a recession, it's not whether we're going to have one, it's going to be how severe it's going to be and how long it's going to last.
3: Join us for our program, sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com.
1: Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, the Patriot Intelligent Radio. Get that number two pencil out. It's the victory hour with Andrew Parker coming up next year on a Sunday afternoon at the Patriot just after 4 o'clock. Glad to have you joining us. Your forecast calls for a low tonight of about 55, partly sunny tomorrow and 76. Looks like we're in the mid-70s again on Tuesday with mostly cloudy skies. Not too bad here to start October. We'll take it. Find the Patriot online at am 1280 com. And while you're there, check out the half-off deals page. If your kids or grandkids fell behind in math, catch them up with a learning certificate half-off from Mathnasium. We say thank you for your support of the Here to Help campaign.
4: This past week, we raised over $27,000 to support the life-changing programs offered by the Salvation Army. Your donation is already at work right here in the Twin Cities, providing rent assistance, supportive housing programs, and more. Because of your generosity, families in the Twin Cities won't have to choose between paying rent or putting food on the table. They're getting the hand up they need to regain stability. Thanks again to Jeritom Medical, and most of all, thank you.
2: The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, and we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
1: After nearly three decades on the sidelines as an Emmy Award-winning reporter, Michelle Tafoya is now coaching us through today's insanity. Check out Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tafoya for her unique and sane perspective. You'll hear from players, coaches, subject matter experts, and key players in the political sphere. Stream Sideline Sanity with our MVP, Michelle Tafoya, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com.
4: Searching for ways to strengthen your daily walk? Visit Crosswalk.com. From devotionals to Christian living topics, movie reviews to marriage and financial articles, and so much more. The intersection of faith and life, Crosswalk.com.
6: The division of Salem Media Group.
1: Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
5: Portions
4: of this program may have been pre recorded.
5: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart, plain talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker, a Parker Daniels keyboard, wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed. With my attorney Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very
3: big connections, and I follow his directions. Bernie knows his way around, and so it's I Sunday, four o'clock. And what does that mean? It means it's the best hour in radio of the week. It is the victory hour. And whether you're here in the Twin Cities. Whether you're down in Texas, I heard from some folks in Texas who listen to us each week, uh, this week, uh, by message. Or maybe you're in Florida. Maybe you're out in California. We have listeners across the country each week, the Victory Hour. We welcome you wherever you are. Or in London. Maybe you're in London. Indeed. Having a little tea after uh, the Vikings' victory this wonderful Sunday. Or certainly maybe you're in Israel. We have a uh, large crew that listens to us there as well. Why? Because they're live streaming and they want to hear about politics, Israel, and the law each week. And to do so, you tune in at 4 o'clock on Sundays. Or if you miss it, it's replayed on Freedom 1570 at 6 o'clock from 6 to 7. Yes, indeed it is. So you can pick it up then as well. But 4 to 5, 1280 AM, The Patriot. If you miss and you're out on a Sunday, maybe you're traveling, maybe you're on a plane, you can always get our podcast, the Andrew Parker podcast. Uh, The show is there, and there are over 300 of them. They're cataloged, uh, itemized, and uh, taken care of uh, once you listen to them because you will get some insights maybe you haven't gotten from other, uh, other places. The show, I'm very excited about the show this week as I have a good friend of mine and someone who I always enjoy having on the show. Someone who probably knows as much or more about politics as anyone I know, which is why I like to have him on the show. Uh, He understands the numbers, he understands what moves the needle, uh, and he understands the overall Effect and impact on policy as to which of the political philosophies is in power and ultimately which one is going to be in power. And we're going to talk to them as we are 37 days out from the upcoming midterm elections, which will determine control in the House of Representatives and in the U.S. Senate. For the next two years And then we have the presidential election We're going to talk to our special guest David Fitzsimmons uh, One time Chief of Staff Tom Emmer, Chief of Staff Now of Mich- uh, Michelle Fischbach And working On uh, a number of different Campaigns, winning campaigns Like the Brad Finstad campaign Down in the first congressional district Here in the State of Minnesota So we're going to talk to David about how he uh, sees things, how things are shaping up. But for each of you out there listening right now, pull out your uh, yellow pad, or maybe you've got that yellow sheet of paper that's crinkled up and tossed in the corner, or maybe it's folded up and put in the desk door. Go get it. Pull it out. Jot this down, 651-289-4488. If you want to give us a call, uh, today we are live, and i'd uh, love to have you call and you know chime in with your opinion, your views on the issues of the day and how the elections are going to go. If you want to talk politics, maybe you want to talk policy. Jot this down because uh next week on the uh, victory hour we're going to have United States Senator Tina Smith joining us. Yes, she is a Democrat. What are you having her on for- well Because, uh, you know, we need to understand the liberal policy perspective. It can sharpen our perspective. It does not need to be an opposing or oppositional perspective. Maybe we can find a way forward. Uh, And with Tina Smith, that might well be possible. Now, you know, there are a number of things. Most things I disagree with her on, as you all know. And she knows as well. But we go back... uh, more than 25 years, and uh, we're good friends even before uh, politics and policy issues. Uh, but certainly, we have maintained a friendship since. And she is now a United States senator, one of a hundred, and her voice is heard. And we uh, we want to check in with her on a few policy issues and on politics as well. So listen in next week. Tina Smith will be with us on the Victory Hour. And the following week after that, October. 16th, we're going to have uh, Congressman Dean Phillips with us. And it's probably the most important congressional district in the state of Minnesota that he represents. I say that only in terms of uh, how the third district goes, may well be how the state of Minnesota goes. Uh, The Republican really, I think, and we'll ask David his opinion on this, but I think needs to get about 42 to 45 percent in the third congressional district, closer to 45, I think, in order to have a chance statewide. uh, Or else they're going to have to do something exceptional in the fifth, for example, or mine a bunch of new votes in the sixth, uh, which is already heavy, heavy uh, for the Republicans. But... uh, Uh, it will be an interesting discussion with Dean Phillips. You all know that he's been on the show several times. And again, Democrat. And I like to have Democrats on the show. Uh, we talked to him. You remember the last time we had Angie Craig on, we talked about energy independence under, uh, Donald J. Trump. She said, aha, but not clean energy independent. And so, she, you know, it drew her out on, on what the real issue is. Okay, forget about energy independence and the security uh, that it brings to the United States. It isn't clean energy independent. And so, you know, but nuclear uh, energy, no, forget it. Forget it. That arguably is one of the cleanest types of uh, uh, energy. And some would say more clean, certainly, than fossil fuels. Most would say that. Uh, but no, that that doesn't fly. Anyway, uh, Angie Craig has a tough race out there against Tyler Kissner, who was on the show about a month ago. So you can go back and catch the podcast. Uh, Tyler Kissner was on. Uh, Tom Wheeland was on. Is running against Dean Phillips. So to have Phillips on to respond to some of that discussion is uh, certainly appropriate. We now bring on our special guest, uh, David Fitzsimmons. Uh, Fitzsimmons uh, A longtime politico, somebody who knows, uh, really he's got his ear to the ground, knows the movement of the vote in a way that most really uh, don't. And he he doesn't often get fooled by it. The numbers uh, tell the story, and he knows the numbers uh, from past and current based on polling, which are the good polls, which aren't. He also knows policy, Chief of Staff uh, Tom Emmer, now Chief of Staff for Michelle Fishbach, up in the 7th Congressional District, knows his way around Washington as well. We welcome David Fitzsimmons to the Victory Hour. Hello, David.
7: Hello, Andrew. Always great to be on with you.
3: Yes, pleasure is mine, as uh, you know. Let's uh, start here. Uh, We just have about a minute before our first break, but I just want to tee up. Uh, looking at the state of Minnesota. What does it look like for the Minnesota House and the Minnesota Senate?
7: Um, you know, they're they're both going to be probably very tight outcomes. Uh, they've, you know, historically gone back and forth. Uh, you have the added dynamic of the redistricting process that we just went through. Uh, so that creates some scrambling that always ends up with some more uh, retirements, an average, so you have more open seats than you typically do, uh, and so yeah, it's uh, I think going to be close, and, and in both you know both chambers, the the Senate we have a Republicans have a narrow lead in the House, the Democrats do, and
3: um, I think they're both up for grabs. You know, it's going to be interesting, and I just wanted to comment that. I think I first met David Fitzsimmons when the Minnesota Senate went from Democrat to Republican in a year. No one expected it except David Fitzsimmons. He he did expect it and was saying this is a real possibility to everyone that was saying, no way, we haven't been in control of the Minnesota Senate, I think at that time, maybe once over the past 30 years or something. Had we been, and we were like in the wilderness with like 20 members, 23 members back in the 80s and 90s. And we won the Minnesota Senate as Republicans uh, here in the state of Minnesota. And it was David Fitzsimmons. That's when I first. All right, we're going to come right back uh, and talk more about politics and where things sit and why it's so important that in 37 days, or if you want to go vote tomorrow, that you get out there and you. Vote, and uh, we'll talk policies too. Which of those policies do you, know? you might like the Democratic candidate, but he's going to vote with the Democrats. So you got to know what you're going to get. Go to parkerdk.com on this short break. It is a short one, so make sure to stay with us again. Parkerdk.com. We'll be right back.
1: I'm 1280, The Patriot.
3: A record of success second to none. Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm, the numbers tell the story. The last five cases our lawyers have brought to trial have resulted in million and multi-million dollar verdicts for our plaintiff clients and zero defense verdicts for our defense clients. Put simply, we try cases and we win cases. Hi, I'm Andrew Parker. At Parker Daniels Keyboard, we take our work personally and we go the extra mile. That is why some of the biggest law firms, locally and nationally, send cases to us to handle when they can't. If you have a challenging and critically important business or personal legal dispute that must be favorably resolved, whether regarding a contract matter, a business divorce, a real estate dispute, an employment dispute, a civil rights or defamation matter, plain talk if it's a big deal, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, wise counsel winning results. Go to parkerdk.com. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them.
1: If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. He's on meds too. Call 800
3: 333 1750. 800 333 1750. The best way to get a good night's sleep is having a good pillow. One that won't go flat. One that you can wash and dry as many times as you want and it maintains its shape. One that is made right here in the good old US of A. Well, there's one place and only one place where you can get all of that. And that's from the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell, the creator of the best pillow that revolutionized the sleep industry. Mike is offering his premium MyPillows for his lowest price ever right now. You can get a queen-size premium My Pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. That's a $40 savings. King pillows are only $5 more. How do you order? Call 1-800-334-8902. That's 1-800-334-8902. Or go to MyPillow.com. And use the discount code VICTORY. That's right, discount code VICTORY for this special offer. That music bringing us to lofty heights. Indeed Getting out to vote And feeling that exuberance Of exercising Your democratic franchise Winning (laughs) And if you're listening to this show I want you to vote Even if you're a liberal who's going to vote democratic I want you to vote Get out there and vote Now you may want to think twice before voting for Nancy Pelosi. You think, oh, I'm from Minnesota. What are you talking? No, you're voting for Nancy Pelosi. All right? On the economy. On inflation. No. On stagflation. Okay? Because that's where we are just walking right down. You would think we have experienced that. Not all of us, but those like me back in the 70s, remember it. And it ain't good. And there's nothing good about stagflation. And it hits the impoverished, the most disadvantaged among us, the worst. It's horrendous. Energy policy, you got to think about that. I just talked about it on the other side of the break. Crime, well, you haven't stopped thinking about that immigration the craziness the insanity of democratic policy on immigration now the republicans aren't much better they're not getting it done we got to get it done education parents sit on the side shut up you can't you can't make it up you got no say in your kids education Attack on the First Amendment, religious freedom, all of those things are on the ballot. I'll tell you one thing that isn't, abortion. That issue is resolved. It is resolved. The Minnesota Constitution, as interpreted by the Minnesota Supreme Court, has resolved that issue. It is not on the ballot. A governor or any other elected isn't going to change that. And I'm not even going to get into foreign policy that is on the ballot as it relates to our federal uh, electeds. We're joined by David Fitzsimmons. It's an important election. Uh, wouldn't you agree, David?
7: Yeah, very important for everything you said. Um, and I also think it's it's notable that a lot of what you're talking about uh, are things that, as of late, uh, the Democrats have been very active on uh trying to turn those things they're they're definitely not ignoring them you know they they passed the uh quote inflation reduction act uh which they couldn't really get anybody to actually say that it reduced inflation <laughs> uh but uh you know it was definitely an acknowledgment that that's that's a big problem with people um they just before we uh just before we broke in these final days of of uh you know pre-election recess uh they passed a, a couple of um pro uh law enforcement uh measures but you know it's it's kind of interesting after you know largely many of them spent uh, a year or two years uh you know walking right up to uh some of the defund uh, police rhetoric uh suddenly were um you know, Uh, five, six weeks before an election, um, you know, wanting to make sure we fund uh, law enforcement and beef up law enforcement. So,
3: you know, you make you make such a a good point. Uh, Don't be fooled. And there are so many in the electorate who really don't pay attention until, you know, right up to the time they go and vote and they aren't. Uh, overly informed on on issues and they do get fooled. Uh, and the Democrats are excellent at it. Uh, they do it each, each year and they do it with minority populations in large part, not because minority populations get fooled. I don't believe that's the case. Uh, but because they claim that they are the champion of these populations, when in fact it was Donald Trump that delivered to minority groups in the United States during the four years that he was president. Now, the Republican Party in the past has not been great at that, but the Democratic Party certainly is not great at that. And this crime example that you give is an excellent example, uh, not just the defunding piece, but as acting as if they support, they were vilifying the police for 2 years vilifying them openly publicly having having uh, protests and rallies to vilify the police in order to rally what the, some would say is there is a base there should be no base of any kind in this country that vilifies the police let's turn to the leadership in the United, uh, in in the state of minnesota we have a governor's race in the state here uh, tim wall speak of uh being a Democrat and vilifying the police and not standing behind the police when most needed, the leader of this state didn't do so well on that uh would you agree david
7: yeah and i I think you're also you know what really was demonstrated when uh if people remember back to what uh was happening and the and the very violent uh you know catastrophically violent uh riots uh that took place as there, there, uh, you know the governor was was dragging his feet uh on taking action and you know and then going out and saying well the mayor didn't ask us in and then uh you know the I city
3: mean, burned
7: yeah was- and and, and and, th- and that's just, you know, that should be unacceptable for anybody, you know, looking at a chief executive, uh, you know, it, you run any organization, uh, you know, you're where the buck stops. Uh, you, 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 just can't keep blaming, uh, below you all the time. And then I think we're seeing that with this whole, you know, feeding the children fiasco that they have going on, you know, $250 million gone of taxpayers money. I mean, I. It's it's kind of astounding, you know, how much how how little someone can do, how blatantly, um, you know, fraudulent something can be, and to to be able to get that far along in the process um, without things uh, being stopped by those who should have the oversight is 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 you know completely unacceptable. You know,
3: it, it, it is, and and when you go out and vote. You need to be thinking about these things. Do you rehire someone who, under their nose, $250 million is taken, stolen, defrauding the state of Minnesota? He's the CEO. The buck stops with him or with Attorney General Keith Ellison. But the two of them certainly uh, are at the end of that sphere. And, and if you look at
7: that, Andy, I mean, it, it really is, uh, uh, it does show the problem as well with why, when, when you try to really stop conversation by saying, well, this is for a good cause, uh, you have to be careful about that because even things that are done supposedly in the name of a good cause, uh, you may not be getting there. And so you have to have oversight and the, and that, you know, should go as a lesson, too, that just because you call something something good it uh, doesn't mean that there aren't people doing uh, doing something wrong with that. It doesn't mean that there's not waste,
3: fraud and abuse going on. Well, there's absolutely no doubt. In fact, the better that something is called, the more you ought to look under the hood. Be- yeah, you know, the Inflation Reduction Act, as you identify, I mean, that's not what it was. It was the F- Inflation Increase Act, which is what has happened. Inflation hasn't come down it has continued on this path and the reason is you spend more money you get inflation it is not rocket science the democrats deny it reject it they're inflation deniers that's what they are all right well
7: and it it really is you really are getting into uh you know a lot of times on the left they like to talk about things that are regressive uh that you know that hit the lowest incomes the worst i mean everything that's going on now with inflation uh, and not only that, but now you have inflation uh, coupled with the Fed attempting to control inflation by raising rates uh, that, again, hit lower income people worse. And, I, you know, they're going to double whammy. And, and of course, adding fuel prices onto that. I mean, it's, it, you know, a, 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 to a bunch of people that, you know, uh, you're going to tell what? Go go spend seventy five thousand dollars on a new Tesla or whatever. I mean, it's it, it's ridiculous.
3: It is ridiculous and what's very important, just like the retreat from Afghanistan didn't have to result the way it did, inflation in our economy did not have to sit where it sits. These are policy-driven results. Yes, I understand we had COVID, we had a pandemic, and it affected the economy. The way we dealt with it affected the economy, and I want to talk about that when we come back on the other side of the break, Tim Walls. Did he handle the pandemic well in the state of Minnesota? Or would Scott Jensen have handled it differently and better? And should he be hired instead of Tim Walls? We're going to talk about that on the other side. Uh, It is the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. Go to parkerdk.com. And by the way, go to mypillow.com. Offer code VICTORY for up to 66% off. I'm telling you, good products. And you'll be supporting free speech. We'll be back right after this short break. Now you don't just go out to vote, which you can do tomorrow. Stay where you are. Come right back. AM
1: 1280, The Patriot.
3: Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard Lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. America, the I'm sure glad you're my sister Addie.
6: 366773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org pro-life across America, educational, non-political and tax deductible.
1: A baby's heart is beating 18 days from
6: conception. Across America,
3: the Billboard people. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. First, the council. Go to MyPillow.com and take a look at the outstanding extended product line that they have. We're talking top-quality products. How do I know? Because I have them. Slippers and slip-ons, robes, towel sets, throw blankets and loungewear. All best-in-class. And when you're done taking care of yourself, take care of the dogs, too. They have outstanding dog beds. Now for the winning results. Results happen... Once you order. So pick up your number two pencil and your yellow pad and jot this down. 1-800-334-8902. That's 1-800-334-8902. Or go to MyPillow.com. Place your complete order. And with the offer code VICTORY, you get up to 66% off. That's right. VICTORY for 66% off. We're back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. Jot it down. Next week, U.S. Senator Tina Smith will be with us on the show. Two weeks from now, it'll be Congressman Dean Phillips. Yes, back-to-back liberal Democrats coming on the show. Nancy Pelosi supporter, Dean Phillips. And Chuck Schumer supporter, Tina Smith. You want Schumer and Pelosi back along with Uncle Joe? Go out and vote. I guess, Smith, you don't get to vote for this time, but Dean Phillips, you would. On the other hand, you may want to change. Things ain't feeling just quite right. Okay. So let's talk about the uh, possibility of change. Let's start. I'm going to go through a number of uh, races with you, David. Get your perspective. Uh, We talked on the other side of the break, and I want to get your perspective on the... uh, uh, Walls Flanagan ticket versus Jensen Burke. I think the pandemic and the handling of it, and the viewpoint that Jensen spoke of very publicly during the entirety of the pandemic, from very early on throughout, is quite a bit different than Tim Walls.
7: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, and I think a lot of times it just comes down to. Uh, were you take were, were you really taking balance into account and what effects uh policies were having on people. You know, I mean I think everybody I uh, knew that, you know, actions need to needed to be taken. We had to be uh, you know, take things seriously. But um you know, it just because something sounds simple in an office, it uh, doesn't mean that it doesn't really uh harm those individuals who are uh, you know, have built their livelihoods around things.
3: Yeah, no, and and it affected, you know, John Q. Pub, real people uh, out there in the state of Minnesota. Businesses were closed, not to reopen, many of them. Uh, the effect on kids and schools was enormous, and many still argue was not necessary. Uh, so, you know, Scott Jensen... And Matt Burke uh, may be able to show a difference there, but the number one issue really is crime. We talked about it and the difference between them in terms of Walls' handling of it, regardless of what he says now he would have done. He doesn't uh, take back how he handled it. Uh, And and their view, uh, you know, the cashless bail issue, the Democrats' view is far different. Uh, than the Republicans' view on that, uh, Kamala Harris made that very clear here in the state of Minnesota. So, do you think Jensen can win?
7: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think uh, I think in this environment where, like we talked about, there's a lot of major issues uh, that you know I think the Democrats have a lot of uh, a lot of difficulty in propping themselves up as as the answer to those. Uh, You know, whether it's it's crime or it's uh, the economy and inflation, uh, energy policy, um, you know, again, I I mean, energy policy is a is a massive driver of of the problems that we have going on. And, uh, you know, like you mentioned, crime, crime is definitely, I think, top of mind of a lot of people, especially in in, um, you know, more in the metro area. Um, you know energy is a major thing once you get outside the metro area. I mean people tend to drive further uh they have bigger vehicles that they have to have. Um, you get into the agriculture and manufacturing uh that goes on and and there's no shortcut to uh to the need to have energy to do what uh, you know to produce to produce what everybody needs.
3: Yeah, and just so most may know this, but a recent poll by Trafalgar and Robert Cahali, as I said before, one of the top pollsters out there. Uh, Some say that he's a conservative pollster. Uh, I I think it's more accurate to say he's a more accurate pollster. Uh, I used the word twice (laughs) to make the point. And in fact, he has uh, been graded out as such. Uh, by some of the independents. He uh, was out in the field here in Minnesota and did a poll on the statewide elections. And uh, it shows Jensen only 2.7 points behind Tim Walz. This was uh, a week or 10 days ago. Uh, so, you know, it it is within the margin of error, and it appears to be closing. Uh, Now, this is near the same time that the Star Tribune came out and said, you know, it's double digits and et cetera. But, you know, that that may be uh, support that Trafalgar is correct because the Star Trib has never been correct in its uh, polling. So uh, again, it it really is uh, possible. And Jensen is focusing his time now in the metro, I think, and he is. Uh, going to gather up a significant percentage out there in the 3rd Congressional District, and folks out there need to get out and vote and vote for sanity on all the issues that we talked about a minute ago. What about the um, uh, Jim Schultz, the Republican candidate for attorney general, who was just on the show, uh, what was it, last week, Uh, running against Keith Ellison? And uh, for the attorney general spot,
7: yeah, I mean, and I think I think Jim is a great candidate and running a great campaign. And I don't think it's any mystery that there are a lot of faults and vulnerabilities around uh, Keith Ellison. And I I think Jim has an has an excellent excellent shot to do this. And uh, you know, I mean, and and again, you talk about some of the crime issues, some of the law and order issues. I, uh, you know, a lot of it is also uh, not just policing, but prosecutorial, right. And what, you know, kind of what's the demeanor coming from, uh, from the top. And I think a lot of times excuses will run into, well, you know, this office doesn't do this, or this office doesn't do that. Um, you know, but voices matter, and who has the megaphone matters. And you you need that from the top levels of our state is, is saying that it's, we're not going to tolerate, Uh, lawlessness in this state. And that message has never once uh, come through clearly in the last, uh, you know, three and three quarters year.
3: No, it hasn't at all. And when you add to that, the leader uh, at the state Capitol, when it comes to crime legislation is the attorney general's office, their legislative initiatives are presented to the legislature and are uh, put on the docket or the agenda, and they have a significant voice at the legislature as to what the laws are going to be in the state of Minnesota. And who the attorney general is makes a big difference in that regard. And crime lays at at the feet of this attorney general. He cannot ignore it or walk away from it. And to mention again, as I have over the last several shows, and I hope you're listening out there, a vote for Keith Ellison is a vote for someone who, under his very nose, $250 million in fraud occurred. It's not somebody else responsible for making sure that the regulatory issues are taken care of. He has not done it. Should he be rehired? He can have all the excuses in the world. There aren't any Everyone knew this was an issue as far back as 2016.
7: Well, and and you know, and you talk about the fraud issue, and I the thing is, is that this isn't the first uh, thing that we know about, and and we don't know what else is out there either. And I, you know, and again, I think it it takes it's what are people's priorities, and going back to some of the other thing. I mean, when it when it looked like there was. There was nothing that was going to stop Keith Ellison from making sure some, you know, small town diner or bar um, stayed closed. And yet, you know, these other major things can be going on, uh, you know, right under his nose. I think that's I think that's a big problem.
3: Yeah, but he will uh, take to the TV cameras when Derek Chauvin is prosecuted and convicted. Uh, That's for sure. Uh, He outsourced that, by the way, to other lawyers. Uh, But he took the credit uh, for that conviction. Um, Let's turn to uh, the... I'm going to wait on Secretary of State. Let's turn to uh, the federal offices. We just have a couple of minutes before our next break, but uh, uh, do you think that... Uh, Dean Phillips will survive, uh, and Angie Craig will survive. These are two of the important districts in the state of Minnesota, the second and third.
7: Yeah, and I think, you know, the second and third are... Uh, you know not not polar opposite districts by any mean i mean there's there's definitely a fair amount of overlap, but I do think there's I, th- I do think there's some differences uh between them as well, sure um so I don't know that you'll see them necessarily both go the same way um you know, I think particularly uh you know we've seen some of the the erosion of support for Republicans in suburban areas uh you know over the past few cycles. And, you know, maybe some of that got pushed back a little bit in 2020. And, you know, we'll we'll really see if some of the messages like crime uh, and the Democrats lack of attention to that, um, you know, really do resonate and bring and bring some of those previous Republican voters back home.
3: But well, what it really looks like at this point is Angie Craig's in trouble and that Tyler Kissner could take her out in terms of Dean Phillips. You know, he fits that district so well, people still think he's a moderate. He's a good friend of mine, but he's no moderate. and I know him pretty well. Uh, but he is someone that listens. Uh, you know, he still votes with Nancy Pelosi I think <laughs> 99, 98% of the time. <laughs> so, I mean, numbers are numbers, right? Yes. Uh, we're going to be right back uh, and we're going to talk a bit more about Congress about how the House of Representatives might go, how the U.S. Senate might go. Really, really important election uh, for policy going forward as it relates to both of them. Stay with us. Jot this down, 651-289-4488. If you want to join the discussion, give a call. We'll try to get you on the air if we have the time. In the meantime, go to ParkerDK.com. We'll be right back.
1: 1280 The Patriot.
3: How about this my pillow guy? He turns his life around, invents a product that revolutionizes the sleep industry, but that is not enough. He launches a whole store of sleep and bath related products. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. Not about the law, but rather about high quality sleep which translates into high quality living. And there is nothing better for high quality sleep than my pillow sleep goods. And I'm not just talking pillows. I've got most of the MyPillow sleep product line. From the 400 thread count bed sheets, to the mattress topper, to the waffle blankets, down comforters, and the sleepwear. All top quality. Go to MyPillow.com to place your order. Or call 1-800-334-8902. Get up to 66% off with the special offer code VICTORY. Up to 66% off on your entire order with the special offer code VICTORY.
6: Go to ParkerDK.com.
3: Hello, and thank you again for joining us on the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and we talk politics, Israel, and the law every week. We do so again this week with our special guest, David Fitzsimmons. We thank him for being with us this week. Next week, U.S. Senator Tina Smith's on the show. Make sure to tune in. Before we continue, I just have to uh, announce what I saw this week. Make sure that you're all aware of it, and I appreciate and call out, wow, Wilson down there in Texas for pointing this out to me. University of California at Berkeley. Yeah, the wonderful state of California. Uh, The uh, UC Berkeley Student Associations, nine of them, adopted a bylaw to their rules which created Jewish-free zones. No Jews allowed. Openly stated in their bylaws. Any pro-Israel speakers not allowed. Now, how does this happen at a U.S. institution of education, of higher learning, where freedom of thought and open debate and discourse is uh, intended and, in fact, is the foundation. Well, it happens in my judgment, and I may well raise this next week with Tina Smith, when one of the major political parties in the United States is openly, at times, anti-Israel, and many of its members use the word apartheid, and even many of the major leaders, like a John Kerry, for just one example, make statements that are in alignment with certain policies that vilify the Democratic value, U.S. value-supporting state of Israel. When that happens, that opens the door for what's going on at UC Berkeley. So when you go out and you vote Democrat, that's part of what they're about. Not entirely, but that's part of it, in addition to the other things we've been talking about on this show. David, give us your prognostication as to whether or not the Republicans are going to be able to take the 50-50 and turn it to 51-49 at least. For Republicans and take the majority in the Senate.
7: Yeah, I you know I think um, I think that's been looking a lot better uh, lately, and I don't think it's a surprise. Uh, Republicans had a number of uh, grueling primaries, and I think a lot of times uh, things will look bad uh, in the immediate aftermath of those, and then that tends to that tends to correct itself. Uh, the party unifies. I think sometimes the name id uh stays well some of the negativeness of that name id fades away i uh, you know so i think you've seen a lot of positive movements on that i think herschel walker i uh, you know continues to look better in georgia uh vance continues to look better in ohio i uh, you know for a lot of the talk about maybe not getting the best candidates i think laxalt in in nevada has been a big exception of that he's uh, you know, I think been doing a great job and Nevada continues to look, uh, like a really solid chance of, of being a pickup. So
3: Pennsylvania. Uh,
7: yeah. And then Pennsylvania too. I think Oz continues to look better, uh, visa, you know, vis-a-vis Fetterman. And, um, and again, it's, it is kind of interesting as much as, uh, Democrats want to paint uh, the Republican pictures as a bad, uh, candidate or bad recruit. I mean, I, Fetterman is a terrible candidate, in my opinion. Yeah,
6: yeah.
3: <laughs> it's, it's hard to argue with that, frankly. Uh, I don't think he has answered a single media question in the entire campaign as of yet. By the way, uh, we're going to go to the House in a second to see whether the House can flip and what your views of that are. But before we do, I forgot to ask you when we were talking about Jensen and Walls, is there going to be a debate between Jensen and Walls. I saw it, that Channel 5 is having debate night or whatever, October 23rd. And Ellison and, and Schultz are going to be there and debating, and I'm not surprised by that. Schultz certainly wants a debate, and Ellison likes to debate. Uh, and he's a pretty good debater, frankly. Um, you know, I don't, I don't believe he's honest, but, you know, he's a pretty good debater. Uh, but is, is Walls going to show up?
7: Uh, I I don't re- recall the two that he's going to do, but they sent something out, uh, the Walls uh, campaign, um, you know, maybe two weeks ago, uh, a week and a half ago, announcing the two debates that they were going to be a part of. So uh, they there are going to be two upcoming and, you know, there's there's generally uh you know generally the incumbents would like fewer and the challengers would like more um or the person in front would like fewer and the you know person that needs to make up ground would like more i mean that's that's kind of a tale as old as politics so
3: do uh, debates in minnesota have they traditionally made a a difference uh at at the polling booth
7: yeah i you know I think it's hard to ever track them, right? It's it's hard to ever really say like if if a debate actually moves the needle. Um, Probably the exception being presidential debates. I think everybody, um, you know, has kind of learned to tune into those a little bit. They seem like, you know, a pretty big situation. Uh, Once you go below that, I'm. I uh, probably jury still out.
3: Well, and if you've got Donald Trump in a presidential debate, it's better than watching Saturday Night Live. No, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell yeah. you, I was laughing during most of those debates more than anything else. Uh, what about the House of Representatives now? Uh, obviously, the Republicans taking the House of Representatives will have a big impact, and one of the big impacts will be the ridiculous investigations the, into January 6th, et cetera, will finally end, just as the bogus Russian investigations should have ended well in advance of when they did. Uh, secondly, and going back to the U.S. Senate, uh, investigations into the FBI and what's been going on at the FBI, uh, if the Republicans take the Senate... Uh, Chuck Grassley has committed himself to launching those. He has spoken directly with whistleblowers who have been corroborated, real whistleblowers. And this could shine a light on the FBI like never before. So what is your thought about uh, the Republicans taking the House of Representatives? It's gone, you know, the, the, the narrative has gone back and forth.
7: Yeah, I mean, I think the narrative became, uh, you know, that the Republicans were going to take, you know, maybe flip dozens and dozens of seats. Um, You know, then it kind of became that there was some belief that the Democrats had a chance to hold the House. I don't see that as at all possible. Uh, They have a nine uh, seat uh, margin currently, which means five seats flipping. Uh, That's just simply not that, that's simply not going to not be achieved, uh, to do a double negative, I guess, uh, uh, just between some of the additional seats that were added in, uh, Texas and Florida alone, um, you know, get us nearly there. And, uh, in a few retirements, uh, like next door in Wisconsin, uh, with Van Orden and, um, you know, down in Illinois with Bustos, uh, you know, so Est- Esther Joy King in that seat. So, I think there's there's some that are uh, nothing is ever easy, especially when it's you. But um, but I I certainly believe that's going
3: to happen. Well, all I can tell you is you heard it here first. Don't worry so much. Get out there and vote. We got to do our work. But don't worry so much. It's going to flip. And when it does, things are going to improve.
5: You've been listening to the next week.
3: U.S. Senator Tina Smith, join us then. Until then, I want to wish you a very, very happy and healthy week.
5: Take care. Until next time, he leaves you with these words from Winston Churchill All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280
1: The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
6: I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division and school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the
1: Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. GodTube.com. Inspiration, comedy, music, faith, and fun. Get the best of GodTube every morning and start your day with a smile. Great faith-based videos sent to your inbox daily when you subscribe at godtube.com, a division of Salem Media Group. AM
0: 1280